You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next. Hey guys, what's going on? It's another great episode of Black Hollywood Live Next. I'm one of your hosts, Megan Thomas, at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, wherever else you want to find me. I'm there. And who are you, handsome? Oh, thank you, beautiful. James Ward III, your co-host for today. Uh, you can find me at James Ward, III, across the board for all platforms as well. Yes, and make sure you use the hashtag BHL Next. We want to see your tweets. We want to know who you want on the show. We want to know what you think about what's going on in the world. Make sure you use that hashtag BHL Next. And of course, every single week we have an amazing guest. This week is no different. You've seen her on Disney's Lab Rats. And you'll see her soon on FX's American Crime Story, The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Give it up for Angel Parker. Hi! I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. You are stunning, by the way. Oh. Flawless, honey. Takes one to know one. Come on now. (laughs) Look at this. All this love. I love it. (laughs) Okay, so before we get into the uh, People vs. O.J. Simpson and all the other things going on, let's have a little icebreaker. Let's have a little fun. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm down. I'm ready. So, I know you are a very well-trained actress. (laughs) And you've done a lot in theater, especially with Shakespeare. Yes, I have. So, we're going to play a game. Oh, no. It's called Name That Shakespeare. Okay. Okay. Woo. Okay, so we're going to give you a line, and then you tell us which Shakespeare play it's from. All right. Shouldn't oh, be too God. hard. Okay, let's let's hope. Okay, this not. one's easy. Okay. <laughs> oh, Romeo, Romeo, what's oh, wrong that Romeo? Come on now. <laughs> Had to more ease you into it. Midsummer Night's Dream. No, I'm playing Romeo and Juliet, of course. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Good job. Yes. In this next one. Okay. Love looks not with the eyes, but with the mind, and therefore is winged Cupid painted blind. Oh, that is Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, oh, it's great. Right. I know that one. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay, we are such stuff as dreams are made on, rounded with a little sleep. That's my favorite. That's the Tempest. You're good. Oh that's my goodness, Tempest. that's like three for three I know, right now. But that's one of my favorite quotes of all time. Is it? Yeah. Is that your favorite Shakespeare play? I mean, well, they all kind of have their flavor, but that's a good one. And that, like, we are such stuff as dreams are made on. Like, come on, yeah. that just like. Dream big and ooh, I love it. Yes. I love everything about it. So, mm-hmm. double, double toil and trouble, fire <laughs> burn and cauldron bubble. <laughs> Wait, that's the witches. That's um, is that well, is that the show that we can't speak of? Yes, that, okay, exactly. That's the show that we can't speak of. It's the one we can't speak of. Yes. Even though we're not at theaters, I think we might be okay. <laughs> okay, Macbeth. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> a little theater tradition. Woo, there. Right, right, right. I passed. I passed the test. Oh my god. You're doing so good. Okay. I, 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 I don't know if she's gonna get these. I don't want them to be too hard. Well, hey, it's been some time, but you know, some of those stories never leave your mind. Right, so. right. Okay, this next one. Uh-oh. Be not afraid of greatness. Some are born great. Some achieve greatness, and, and some, some have, have greatness, greatness thrust upon them. Boom! <laughs> Look at you. Wait. Oh, wait. That. Wait. Is that that's Tempest as well? Mm-mm. No. Wait. Shoot. I don't know. I said the T as well. Titus. What is it? It's after eleven. It's after eleven. And the number ten. Oh. 11. Oh, Twelfth Night. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, after 11, Twelfth Night, I was in that show, 
and I, I didn't remember. But you, the no, name but of you it. get points because you knew it. Like, I didn't know it, kind of, sort of. I get like it. half points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you half. Okay, thank you. Yes, twelfth night. Yes. Okay. At two brute. Oh, a two brute. Oh, that's that's Caesar. That's yes. Queen Caesar. Yes, yes. Good job. You're good. Okay. You really you are. Oh my goodness. You really gonna, are. I was gonna have some old here. acting that's teachers it. call me up like, "Why are you gonna embarrass us?" <laughs> <laughs> that you don't know the folio. Okay, you did well. Thank you did well. You. Good Thank job. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> well, let's talk about um, some, what's next in music. What's going on with the fresh beat? So, sir? Los Angeles native DJ Mustard, who pretty much are you all familiar with DJ Mustard? Yes. Yes. Busted yes, on he... the beat, hope oh, like that's his. Oh right, right, right. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, Wait, right. what? What is it? I had to do it I, again. Yeah. Busted mm-hmm. on the beat, hope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just released a new music video recently for his single entitled "Whole Lot of Lovin'" featuring Travis Scott. Right. Let's take a look here. into a hip-hop feel. I think he released this now in timing uh, just perfectly because he's going to be at Coachella. And oh, so I think he's drawing okay. that crowd of the EDM, the Calvin okay. Harris crowd. Um, and so in this video, actually, I thought it was very artistically done. That back screen right there is shot in the Second Street Tunnel downtown. And I oh. thought it was one of the most creative ways that people have used that space. Okay. Um, so, you know, so... For those who are not familiar with DJ Mustard, his notoriety grew tremendously after being signed to Rock Nation um, in his hits Rack City and My Hit of My Hit. A lot of everyone knows those songs, right? Um, and so he's also being the founder, quote unquote, of um, the Ratchet Music, which is this contemporary what? West <laughs> Yes. Ratchet, ratchet he's music. Ratchet. Which is well, wait, 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 no, 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 no. He's not ratchet, but, but oh, okay. the, 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 the genre, which is, you know, all these beats you hear, like the Chris Brown's on like five to seven yeah. of the songs. Uh, all the okay. beats kind of sound the same. Yeah. It's that new version they're calling Ratchet Music, which okay. is like the contemporary okay. West Coast hip hop. Okay. okay, I mean, you learn something every day. I don't know. know. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a big hip-hop fan, Angel? I am, but, you know, old school. So right. now they call it the oldie station. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> Wait, what is that like, terrible? Like, what kind of music? Like, like name some like, artists. Like, when you say West Coast, I, you know, I think Snoop Dogg. Right. Snoop. <laughs> and Tupac. Tupac. Right. Tupac, yeah. That's sort of the music that I grew up on. And then I like pop music, too. So I'm mm-hmm. sort of in between. Um, but, yeah, like, I'll, I'll kick up the... The oldies channel, which is playing like <laughs> Dre Day, right. um, so I'm, I'm still I still keep it sort of in that straight out of Compton world. See? I like it, Me but too. I'm a little older than y'all, so it's okay. Girl, it's okay. I'm in that too. Okay, <laughs> all right, okay, I'm good. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm trying to keep up. I got a ten year old. I got to stay hip. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> well, let's are... talk about uh, what's next in casting. Usually, we talk about who's getting cast and what, but this time we're going to talk about who's going to be at the Oscars. Who's getting cast oh, at the see? Oscars? Ooh. Who's going to be there? Who's not going to be there? Apparently, if you've been following the news, if you haven't been under a rock this week, you found out that there's a few people who will not be attending the Oscars, and they've been using the hashtag Oscars So White. Mm. 
So then Jada Pinkett, of course, uh, said she won't be going to the Oscars. And also, Spike Lee said him and his wife will not be attending as well um, because they feel like there's not enough diversity out of all of the, I believe, uh, best actress, best supporting actress, best actor, best supporting actor. There's literally nobody in those categories that is black, Latino, Asian. There's barely any women. Uh, well, of course, in the best actress, there's there's women, but uh, in the other categories, there's director, barely any women. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, of course, uh, we do know that Straight Outta Compton did get a nomination for best screenplay, but that is also to white people. <laughs> nothing, I mean, it's not, but it, but it's not it's, their fault. They're white. It's, it's, not, no, it's, not, it's no. not their fault. It's not their fault. They did a good job. That was a great movie. Uh, not to take anything away yeah. from them, but I I think the the whole issue is, you know, are you meaning to say there was no black people that were good enough to be in any of these categories? And I think that is the feeling that they were giving. But the funny part is, Spike Lee said he's not trying to be the head of a movement. He said the real reason he can't go to the Oscars is because he's going to be watching the Knicks game at Madison Square Garden. Which he definitely will. Yeah. Which, you know, he's a, everyone he's knows that he's a big fan. Knicks fan. But yeah. I was just like, come on, Spike. Come on now. I see his point. I don't know. I mean, I I want Jada there because I want Jada on the carpet. And right. I want to see what Jada's wearing. And mm-hmm. I want her to have her voice spoken in all those interviews. And I want Will to be there. I want them to see us as movie stars, you right. know, television is doing great. Television has some great diversity. They're making some years great, ahead. yeah, some big changes. But just in the last couple of years, has it right. really, really? They, I just found out they're making a black Nancy Drew. Isn't that crazy? Are you serious? Well, a diverse Nancy diverse. Drew. We'll it's see. Diverse. We'll see yeah. if you'll be black, but diverse. So television is coming along. I, I feel that it's the films. We, I mean, Straight Outta Compton was gr- great, you know, and it just. I mean, come on. There's people right. that could have been nominated, but. I think that it's more in the production of films with black people in them. You know, our stories, not just historical stories about things that have happened, but our current, you know, people need to know how we are now. So I I just feel like it it should resolve itself in the writing, in the directing, in the casting. And yeah, if Jada wants to shine a light, that's fantastic. But I'd rather her shine a light, you know, by looking amazing, speaking amazing, and getting her her point of view out there. Right, right, right. And so then, what would you say for people that are calling Chris Rock to step down and not be the host? Now they going to go into his pocket because you know he's getting <laughs> right, paid. Right. Like he's getting paid for that, and he is a fantastic host. I understand right. because that would really be a statement. But he deserves to be the host of that show, I'm with black you. or yeah. white. He, I'm going to tune in just to see what he's going to say. And he's going to handle it with humor and grace. But that, why would we take the little kind of color that we have <laughs> right. off of the stage or go into his bank account? He's getting paid for that job. Let him, and he does great work with his money. So let's let Chris keep his job. Right. And he's going through an expensive divorce. Y'all let that man work. Oh, <laughs> yes, no. He is. That's oh, all right. Let him work. See, you know, let, let him work. work. Let and him let, work. Him have, let him have a face and a voice. And, the, and the, you know, come on. He's going to handle it. He's going to handle it. So I'm not one to take any jobs away from people of color that are up there and then replace it with who? Right, right, you right. You know, and I don't think that he should be dogged for that. I think that you'd be like, okay, let's get him some great material. Not that he can't write his own, but let's get him. No, let's get more black people there. Let's take over the front rows, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, with that regard, actually, you made me think about it when you said um, about the, there should be more writing. I think there's a lot of projects that are being developed. Mm-hmm. I think it's even a bigger picture sometimes when you look at, okay, what's getting greenlit? What are the yes. studios getting made? There's tons of people that are writing content, yes. probably submitting scripts, exactly. submitting scripts that have this, but I think another resolution along with what you mentioned is get more of people of color 
in the academy. Exactly. So right. we can there vote. And that's exactly. part of the problem. The you know majority of the representation in the academy. It's all white guys. All Sorry. white guys no, who have yeah. been in the academy for six. And these are the films. If you even notice the it's films. It's an old institution. I mean, like, yeah. half of those movies nobody's even heard of. So <laughs> exactly. let's not even, exactly. you know, let's not get it twisted. It's not like the most popular movies. None it's of those Marvel movies come out Star straight Wars. out of Compton. Star Wars. And that was a fantastic movie and the yeah. biggest movie of the year led by a black man. So let's right. not, I mean, in Harrison Ford. Yeah. Know, but he, he gets some credit no matter what. He's Harrison Ford. But I just think it's in the development, it's in the distribution of black films, but they should take a, you know, a, a, a lesson from television because mm-hmm. we're getting it done on TV. Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely, of course, yes. but we have to give props where props is due. It right. is, we are, it is progressing. Right. Absolutely. Um, and the Oscars need to progress next. There we go. Yeah. There we go. What's up next in the world that people need to know about? So we're all familiar with mood rings and how they're supposed to let you know what your mood is based on the color. I right? have one. <laughs> Do you guys have... Or how much you sweating is really. Right. Right. <laughs> it's really, are you sweating right now or not? <laughs> so there's a New York-based startup in, called Sentio Solutions who re- recently um, created a device that doesn't change color but is actually designed to help you improve your mood. Um, and so how it works is like a Fitbit. Um, however, it's oh, there you go. Oh. Products. <laughs> um, it's like a Fitbit, but for more of the internal happenings um, versus you know not being related to physical movement. Wait, so it's it can tell how you're feeling, and then what mm-hmm. it changes so your feelings. Inside, there are four sensors tracking galvanic response, which I had to look that up. I don't know what galvanic. I was like, what is that? <laughs> so galvanic response is basically. Um, the electricity properties that are in the skin naturally. So we all have oh, okay. an electric current going through us. So it sweat. tracks that. Sweat. Exactly. Yeah. It tracks that, <laughs> blood volume pulse, and skin temperature. Oh, okay. Um, then it has an algorithm that categorizes each different signal into a set emotions throughout the day. Okay, so wait, but then how does it change? Because you said it helps improve your mood. So what? How do you? how does it improve your mood? So the cool thing is that um, it lets you know how your mood is affected by factors like who you're with. You're invited. <laughs> it can get real Change shady. Flag, flag, it can get real shady. Walk away. Walk away. Um, Sorry, mom. And so this band doesn't actually change color. So that's where okay. it, 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 it differs. It's just, it, just, it looks just like this. Um, but it also, so people you meet, environmental conditions, and where you are and what you're doing. Okay. Um, so if it detects you being stressed, it will vibrate, and the app will then offer breathing and meditation exercises How for you breathe? to do. Yeah, like you're count, to 10, count to 10. Um, or simple advice like laugh more and meditate. Hmm. Um, so basically, it's, uh, I think if anything, it's more of a device that will al- have you be more conscious of your mood to try to help you channel uh, that into gotcha. more positive energies. I okay, it. I know a couple people I can buy this for. <laughs> yes. This you might be getting th- an emotional bracelet See, from me. This I'll gift tightly like people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so basically, it you know, can help you plan for long-term emotional goals. Okay, well, that's good. Um, of course, the accuracy and such is yet to be determined. Um, it's new. Um, but I think we can all agree that Emotional health is just and wellness is just as important as physical. So absolutely, one hundred percent. They're making a step in the right direction. I might need one of those actually. Just <laughs> <laughs> tells you go outside, go work out, right, walk right. away. I yeah. Need that? I need that. Take a breath. If you guys love this show and if you love Black Hollywood Life, make sure you support our sponsors because that helps keeps the light on. You can see us because we like <laughs> we like talking to you guys. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> and so if you guys love football, Super Bowl is coming up. You can still play DraftKings. That's like a fantasy football game where you can determine who's on your team. You don't have to worry about the people that are, you know, 
out on injured reserve. You don't have to keep them from week to week. You can change it every week. So if you love fantasy football like I do, then make sure you join DraftKings. It isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. So hurry to DraftKings.com right now, and you can see all of that stuff and use our promo code GEEK to play for free with your first deposit. You can take home the top prize along with a lifetime of bragging rights. So enter GEEK. For entry right now, it's free only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com, and I and I believe they have like a million dollar winners. It's crazy, and people yeah. literally win the money. They do, they do. Wow. I haven't won anything yet. I need to use my promo I code. Still gotta sign up. <laughs> right, right, right. All right. Let's talk about you, Angel. Okay, you are so amazing. You're an LA native. I am born and raised Koreatown. Really? Yeah. K-Town. K-Town. I've never met anyone from K-Town. Oh, really? Well, it wasn't quite K-Town when I grew up there. It was kind of half. What did you... They what was called it called it, back then? They called it, like, the uh, Mid-City or, like, um, oh. Mid-Wilshire. Mid-Wilshire District. Oh, um, I didn't know So that. Mid-Wilshire extended yeah, to K-Town. Yeah, kind of mm. like Miracle Mile. You yeah. just keep going, and you end oh. up in K-Town. But now, but now, yeah, so... so there on, on Ardmore or, like, Normandy and 3rd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah exactly straight up there, girl. Straight up, yeah. <laughs> I went to John Burroughs Junior High. Okay. Yeah, so no, right there. Okay. Yeah. So, well, being an L.A. native, how has that shaped you being an actress? Or did you, you know, did the surroundings shape that? Or did you just always want to be an actress? No, I didn't know what I wanted to do. My parents are not in the business, nothing like that. Um, and actually, we moved to, after the riots, after 92, mm-hmm. my family was <laughs> up and out to Orange County. And talk about a culture shock. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was there and started to see the drama kids, like the, the little plays and stuff that they would do that the whole school would have to come and watch. And I was like, those are my people. That's who I need to hang out with. The surfers and stuff, I don't fit in. And so I got into theater and drama there. Okay. Um, and then when it came down to going to college and figuring out what I wanted to do with my life, I, I was like, I think I want to do this acting thing. And I missed L.A., of course, uh-huh. and moved right back. So was your family always supportive of that as well? Yes, my mother is very supportive of anything. I mean, I could say I want to, you know, be a sea captain. And she'd be like, okay, let's go get you a boat. You know, she's, <laughs> she's no matter what I want to do, if I'm like, oh, that's not working out. She goes, that wasn't good for you anyway. She's just one of those moms that's like, whatever I want to do, you just dream big, you go for it, you work hard, and we got your back. That's, that's really amazing. Great. Yeah, that's yeah. So awesome. Mom's always been. Was there anybody in your family, like you know, extended family or anyone you grew up with that was like, you shouldn't do that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people just thought, you know, you did well out of concern. You know, you need to have something to fall back on, or you need to go to real college. I went to a conservatory, mm. and um, you know, I, I was going to go to Spelman or Clark Atlanta. I, was, I wanted to go out of town, and then when I finally figured, no, I think I want to stay here, so I went to a conservatory in Pasadena. Um, called the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. It's like, no, you need a degree. You need, and I see their point. I have a child now too, so I understand. But that's not what you want to hear when right. you're when you're really down and need a little bit of encouragement to keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now that you mentioned that, you also attended uh, the British American Drama Academy and yes. studied Shakespeare. Why Shakespeare? I don't know. I mean, the writing is just so good; it's timeless, you know, and, and the stories are so great. It's just a great. Um, background like a base to have I loved theater they they cross culturally cast there you know you can be married to anybody and the daughter of anybody and I love that I love that people are much more open in theater and it's just some beautiful beautiful language it's a, it's the best education I could have gotten for right, myself right. at that time would you consider yourself more of a theater actress film actress or TV actress 
Well, right now it's mainly TV, but I cannot wait to get back up on the stage. And I still do a play every year. I do. Um, I work with the Blank Theater Company, and I do their Young Playwrights Festival every year, and right. I sit on their board. So I'm very involved in local theater in Los Angeles, but I am also just dedicating, committed to getting this my career off the ground, and television has sort of been... Um, where it's been at. You know, of course I'd want to do a film, but as we talked about earlier, <laughs> we need a few more films to get made that have people of color in them that aren't always the same people over and over. Mm-hmm. But I have no doubt that I will do a film one day. I have no doubt that I'll get back on the stage one day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So with that, how do you feel that your conservatory background has helped shape your um, success in TV? We do so many different styles in school that anything can be thrown at you. So all the different genres of television, be it something as you know broad as Disney comedy or something as subtle and still as People vs. O.J., Ryan Murphy, it, it lets you understand that I can do sort of anything in any sort of genre. So let me, you know, there's different styles of acting and different things, but it gives you that base. And I still take class. I'm still in acting classes. Right. I still work all my auditions. I still work every scene that I have. There's no end to learning ever. Mm-hmm. And, and now that you mention it, you are on Disney's Lab Rats. I am. It's a great oh show. Oh, my goodness. Yes. We, so season four is airing yes. now. Oh, my gosh. I'm so blessed. Um, it just started season five. So it's 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 great. It's a fun way to spend your day. It's good. Yeah, and we had uh, Tyrell Jackson Williams on oh, this show. Oh, TJ. That's, he played my son. Yes, he plays your son. Yes. So he's so, so amazing. He's, Such a good kid. And he's becoming a man. I'd yes. say. He's incredibly <laughs> so tall. I, I mean, I knew him when he was tiny. And then now he's well over a foot, you know, above my head. So, yeah, he's great. He comes from a fantastic family. He does, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all, all the boys are actors mm-hmm. and successful actors. Oh, how does it make you feel that, to know that you're on a show that is so successful and then it's been renewed, what, almost five seasons yeah, now? Yeah, five seasons. How is that? Because there's the difference with a lot of actors who don't have that, who haven't been on a series that's been as long as your series has been Well, on. I had that for about a decade before <laughs> I booked a Lab Rat, so I was grateful every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to get a show on the air it's hard to get a show to go past the first season so for a show to go four or five seasons and still be a hit still be current and relevant and kids still want to watch it even when they grow up and go to college and then new kids find the show and when Mm -hmm. it got on Netflix new kids found it it's a blessing and I'm grateful for it every day that's awesome yeah and so on, on February 2nd, um, you all will get to see Angel as Sean Chapman Ooh, on yes. FX's <laughs> The People versus O.J. Simpson American Crime Story. So I have to ask you. Mm-hmm, you better ask. <laughs> <laughs> when you get handed a Ryan Murphy script, mm-hmm. which we're all familiar with his work, mm-hmm. what were your first thoughts? Well, first of all, you don't just get handed a Ryan Murphy <laughs> Let's just be Touché. clear. For Touché. a while, you just get your pages. <laughs> and then you'll get a few more pages. And then after a while, they're like, okay, we'll give you the full script. Um, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. He is at the top of his game, um, and he deserves to be there. He surrounds himself with a team that knows what they're doing, the, the camera work, the DPs. Everybody is fantastic. Do the hair, the makeup, the wigs, the... the set design everything is is the best of the best and so you have to step up your game you better step up your game or you're not gonna be there (laughs) (laughs) recast yeah no yeah no 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 i mean i never lived in fear i never felt afraid it wasn't one of those where it's like oh don't mess up Mm -hmm. but it was like you better come with it because everybody in this room is bringing it and don't be the one that didn't was there ever a factor of I'm not sure what this role might bring, considering his, you know, history of very um, avant-garde type of roles, if you will. 
Yeah, I mean, you always hope that you can work with him again. He uses his casts over and over again, and he's always doing something completely different. So mm-hmm. you just hope that he likes what you're doing. You know, sort of if you don't get any notes, if nobody says anything to you, you're like, okay, good, good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> okay, nobody said nothing. I think I'm okay. Right. Um, but when you get the, you know, that was good, that was good. All right, all right. You know, it's it's always – it took a while for him to not call me Sean. You know, because mm-hmm. he calls, he's in work mode. He's calling, and, mm-hmm. and I remember the day, because I didn't even notice it, because you're so in it. And everybody's mm-hmm. calling me Sean, because that's the character that I'm playing. And all of a sudden, he's asking, he's like, hey, Angel, how'd you get that name? I was like, Ryan Murphy knows my <laughs> name? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> of course he knows my name. But just that we had gotten to that point that he wanted to know a little bit about me as a person right. just made me feel great. How did you get that name? Angel? Mm-hmm. Oh, my mom. She's Christian, and she wanted a Bible name, and... You know, wanted it to be something special, and and that's it. I know. It's real well, simple. Girl, you could have got Orpa, or you could have got like Naomi or Ruth. Ruth, <laughs> I know. I could have gotten anything. Right, yeah. You got Angel. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know Ruth, right? Or Esther, or you know, no, no shade to none of the I know, Ruth's I know, or Esthers in the world. We love but you. You know, Mary. Mary's a sweet name. Mary needs to have a comeback. I think I need you know <laughs> some Black Marys. You know, uh, Mary J. Blige. Come on now. Yeah, you're on your own. I could have. No, you know, I can't support that. But yeah, but people don't think it's my real name, and so I think that's uh-huh. more what it was. And I was like, no, no, my mother named me that. But you know, me- angels are are black girls or Mexican boys. Like that's <laughs> that's pretty much that's it. So you true. actually have a valid point, right? That's so true. Nobody else names their child angel. Angel or angel. I, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes. And so I know I I heard that you guys didn't get to meet your characters. Um, everyone that was on the show, they they the discouraged didn't, they, they discouraged it. Yes. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it's. Uh, based on Jeffrey Tubin's book so it's based okay. on his account so I mean just legally they wanted to make sure that we were tying it to, and telling the same story once you meet the person you sort of have an obligation to right. their side how they felt mm-hmm. how they portrayed it but once we'd been working for about three four months they loosened those reins and right. people were able to meet their people like I did get to go mm-hmm. share a bottle of rosé with Sean Chapman okay. <laughs> Wow. Yes, but it was halfway into production. Okay. We had already done our done laid the groundwork for what we were doing. Was she supportive? She was happy. Oh, about it? she was so. It's a funny story. Our hairdressers hooked us up because <laughs> I was like, okay, don't take too much off, and it needs to be a little bit lighter because I got this great part, and you know, I'm playing this woman, Sean Chapman. Maybe you've heard of her because she used to rep Lindsay Lohan and all these things. <laughs> and then the woman across from my hairdresser was like, I do Sean's hair, and they <laughs> are the ones that hooked us up. Oh wow! Oh, wow. And then I had her phone her cell phone number burning a hole because I was going to send her an email to her office just something when I got the courage and then I had her cell phone number burning a hole in my pocket for about three months because I I really wanted to honor what production was telling us I was also just scared (laughs) to call this woman because what if she didn't want to reach out what if she didn't want to be a lot of people it brings up a lot of emotion and uh, Mm -hmm. many people want to keep that in their past so I didn't know but she was very open she was lovely and warm her daughter was a fan of lab rats okay Um, so it was it was wonderful and she signed the book that Jeffrey Tubin wrote. Oh, nice. Um, you know, that she couldn't believe an actress of my beauty and caliber was Aww. playing her. And I just... Oh. It all came I full know. circle. I know. I had to take a picture of it just in case, like, my house burned down. <laughs> so it would be in the cloud. It's in the cloud. Yeah, it's in the cloud. But, no, it was, the, it was one of the most special things to be able to meet her. Right. What, where were you when O.J. was having his Bronco chase? 
the Bronco chase. Do you remember? Um, I was home. I was home. I remember more vividly because it it, it extended. It was all day. Right, right. I remember more <laughs> the um. But it was a Friday. It was a Friday drive time on the. Can you imagine on the four hundred five right now? Them shutting down the freeway. Can you imagine? Absolutely not. Shutting down the freeway on a Friday on the four hundred five. Or it was coming up the five from Orange County. Uh-huh. So I was in Orange County at the time because we moved down there for high school. Mm. So and uh, Nicole Brown Simpson went to Dana Hills High School. She went she oh. she was from the city right next door to San Clemente, which is where I lived. And so it was very much a part of our and she was buried down near there. And so when he was going to the grave site and that's where he was coming from the Bronco, um on the Bronco Chase, he was coming from Orange County. Oh, wow. They they found him or someone saw him at the five four oh five interchange. So it was mm-hmm. very local, um so everyone was all about it. But what was crazy is that they read the verdict over my high school loudspeaker. Really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I guess everybody wanted to know, but <laughs> I just remember being in high school and them reading it and people gasping, people cheering, people crying, and school was just kind of over. Right. The teachers were, you know, it was very, ra- you know, it was very racially charged. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very much an all-white environment, but San Clemente is right next door to Camp Pendleton, which is a Marine base, and so all of the base kids, which are very diverse, you know, so we did actually have a very diverse school and it was divided, right. <laughs> to say the least. But that's what our show is about. That's what mm-hmm. the story is about. I mean, you'll be surprised at how much race had to do with the trial, but the themes, how they still carry today. I mean, Black Lives Matter, all of these things, police brutality. I mean, right. Trayvon Martin, it's all related in how the L.A. riots led right into the O.J. Simpson trial. Johnny Cochran took that and ran with it. Mm-hmm. And that's how O.J. Simpson was found not guilty. But it also exposed the LAPD for corruption. I mean, it was it's a deep, deep story. And people are going to be amazed to learn what was really going on behind the scenes. I can't wait to watch that. I know. Oh. It's great. Right I, know, I'm, I know I'm partial <laughs> and I'm part of it, but it's good. How many, how many episodes? Ten? There's ten. Okay. There's ten. Okay. Yeah. I'll be watching them. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, and I've seen the first half of them, and they they do is they're fantastic. Okay. We're excited. Yes, so we are. You also mentioned um so you met Sean Chapman, so that was a reference for you later in in, in the production. Yeah, yeah. And you referenced the book. Were there any other um, references you got to use, or even you know within your acting, do you prefer a certain technique when you're on you doing TV like Uta Hagen, Stanislavski, any of those sorts? Yeah, all of that. I know, I know all those methods. Um, I prefer just to. Uh, give myself all the information that I can. So I, I watched the whole trial again. You can see it on YouTube. You can see anything on YouTube. Right. <laughs> um, I watched that. I read everything. There's so many interviews. I, everything that Sean Chapman had publicly out there, I dove into. And then it's really just then that I know who that woman is. I'm in her given circumstances, and I'm thinking the thoughts that she would think at that time. So it's very sort of simple for me. Mm. I, feel, I feel that the camera picks up your thought and you have a thought and you know where you are, where you just came from, where what you're doing, and it can be very simple, actually. Mm-hmm. You've done a lot of different roles. I mean, from uh, lab rats. I mean, you've done so many different types of acting. Yeah. What kind of role do you want to have in the future that you haven't played yet? I'd love to play a cop. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd oh, I play can a see cop. you as a detective. Yeah. I'd love to play a cop. I play a lot of lawyers. I play doctors. And then even Tasha Davenport on Lab Rats was a reporter. I play reporters a lot. Just very kind of upscale, kind of holding it all together women. Mm -hmm. I'd like to sort of be a little bit tougher and have a little more vulnerability. You know, those those roles that they give women that are cop roles, they have a lot to them. Mariska Hargitay on SVU, that girl can act her butt off. Um, 
because they give her so much to work with. Mm -hmm. So one of those kind. You know, we're coming up into pilot season now. I just mentioned that they're going to make a Nancy Drew Mm -hmm. that is um, diverse. So something, just the fact that that's even an option, it blows my mind. Blows my mind that I'm not just the friend or the, (laughs) you know... The one that comes in and says something funny, the right, one, you right. know, the wife, the, you know, the, just the idea that women can be, I mean, look at Shonda Rhimes. Every black woman that she writes for is so multifaceted. Mm-hmm. So, and I've never worked for her. So, you know, I, I got a long career ahead of me. We're going to put Shonda, we're going to give you that, those vibes. Yeah, I know. Hey, let her know about me. <laughs> Tell her my name. Whew. Policeman vibes as well. I know. Right. Policeman yeah. vibes. You're going to I'm going to, I have no doubt that I'm going to get everything that I put my, my mind and heart to because I just, I trust God and I just know mm-hmm. that I, I whatever is in my highest good will happen. Yes. So maybe I won't work for a while. Maybe I'll be just with my children. Maybe maybe I'll win an Oscar. You know, maybe I'll work with Jada Pinkett. Who knows? Um, we'll, we'll see. All of that. Yeah, <laughs> all of that. I'll take it all. I'll take it all. I'll take love and happiness and Mm-hmm. And call it a day. And so, what other some, what are some other challenges that you face as a, specifically a, a black actress? Well, there's a lot of us um, all sort of fighting for the same parts, um, and now there's a few more parts, which is great. And they sort of you know you take your turns, and but there's there's still just the, these handful of roles that we're all going for. And when you're kind of up and coming, coming in, you know, you really got to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and and there's just people want to see who they know. People know Megan Good, so she's going to get big roles. She deserves them. She's been in the game a long time. People know Nia Long. People know these faces that I want to, I want, I'm, you know, nipping at their heels <laughs> um, and respect them, of course. But it's, it's, there's only so many right. to go around. So we need to create more content. We need more writers. We need more showrunners of color. We need all of that. We need more executive producers. We need the the decision makers to want to tell our stories and not just one version of us the right. the version you know we can be messy we can be you know un, unfocused we're not just strong dynamic powerful or the clown you know we can we we have our own stories to tell yeah yeah, yeah. so that's what I'm no writer but <laughs> I'll uh, <laughs> toast any writers out there <laughs> and who knows maybe I'll be a writer one day mm-hmm. who knows you're so busy you've got all these great TV shows going on oh thank you how do you manage being a wife and a mother oh lord Whew. well <laughs> my husband is amazing and we make a great team and so we just sort of balance it back and forth every night we're like okay who's got who we have two children uh-huh. who's got who who's taking who what's your day tomorrow my husband's an actor as well and mm-hmm. so we just try to make it work that's all you can do right make it work make sure that the children is are being taken care of and that they're <laughs> fed and we can go do our thing um, and then also make sure that we have that family time together so we make that a priority um, you know we're like oh family night that means all four of us are in the home at the same time and right. we try to make sure we have at least one or two of those every single week because oh, we balance it if I'm working or taking an acting class or my husband's taking an acting class or I'm doing press for this or I'm you know whatever we're doing um, or just going out with my girlfriends or my husband's playing poker which he's doing this Friday night you know it's <laughs> like okay we all have these things but let's make sure that we also still just have chill time on the couch with the kids and you know, we my son's ten, so he's getting a little older. So he has an email address, so I can email him. And, uh, he doesn't have a phone number, but I can text him uh, through like the little messenger. And then um, we play chess with each other. We taught him how to play chess, Aww. so we have an app. So there's ways to communicate and still kind of get our relationship. In, you know, now that it's in, you know, he's in the front seat now. He's not in the back anymore. So it changes. And my daughter's three and knows everything. So <laughs> I just got to keep her. 
on the straight and narrow. She's a wild one. She's gonna be. She's gonna be the actress. <laughs> <laughs> she walks into every room and tries to take it over. But God love her. Would you let your kids be actors? Of course, of mm-hmm. course. If they wanted to, I don't know if I would pursue it for them as children. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But yes, of course, it's a family business. If I was a plumber and my son wanted to be a plumber, right. that I would support that. And I would want them to go to school for it. I would want them to be trained. I want them to take it seriously. I want them to remember their childhood and how crazy it is. Mm-hmm. And it's you never know what's going on. And I wouldn't discourage them, but be, you know, it's it's not an easy life. Right. Um, and and you feel like a failure a lot of time. Um, but so do a lot of people. At least you're going for your dream. So whatever they want to do, maybe he'll be a writer or an editor or something. Like that. <laughs> In the business, giving mommy a job. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I'll get him to write mama's story. Yeah. There we go. My daughter, she will probably, she will probably be an actress. I, she's just got the personality, mm-hmm. and, and she's beautiful. My goodness, she's so gorgeous. Um, you know, I'm partial, but she's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> she's beautiful. She's, she's be. gorgeous. So, well, that sounds like really great um, family management, family strategy. I think it's mm-hmm. important. So, another you know realm of advice. What would you give to other you know per- actors pursuing this dream? I would tell them to get around a group that is always acting. You know, be it an improv troupe or your acting class or people that you can read plays with out loud, but surround yourself with good people that are doing the same thing that you're doing because not only will you help each other, but you'll inspire each other to rise higher, shine brighter, and to always work your stuff. You can't just be on an island and then expect to be emotionally available when you need to be. So get into an acting class. If you can't afford a class, get into some sort of troupe, you know, create your own content, um, but keep improving your craft keep figuring out try something that's scary to you do something different volunteer at a theater i mean i'm i work in nonprofit theater here in los angeles like i mentioned earlier go and volunteer they would love to have someone right. answer their phones and send their emails for a little bit and you know what when it's like oh we need someone to read that one part that one day they're going to think of you yeah so so stay involved and and be nice to other actors people will be so mean and shady and it's like Girl, if she's gonna get the job, she's gonna get the job. Exactly. It doesn't you taking her down is not beneficial to anyone. So, I, I'm in a, a women's group called the New Hollywood, and it's comprised of a bunch of actresses and writers and producers, female in the business, and we all encourage and, and set goals together and make sure that we're achieving together because everyone will get their turn. Right, it, it's inevitable, mm-hmm. you know. So that's be, important to be say. nice. Yes. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> be nice. Put be that on nice. A Tell that girl her shoes look cute. You know, like come on, it's not right. that hard to be nice. And then go in there and get your job. Like right. let's be clear, <laughs> you know, don't sabotage yourself. But you can sabotage yourself with just having that hateful, jealous spirit inside of you. It can really eat eat right. eat you up. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and if you if your work is strong, you'll get a job. See, look, all this positivity, Angel. Hey. That's why you are doing it. I hope big. so. Hey, let's keep it. Let's keep it rolling. Keep right? it going. Let's keep it moving. Well, we had such a great time with you. Yeah. Oh, Thank you it's so over. Much. Oh no, oh, I, I can stay here and talk with you forever. I could. I could. I could stay here. See, I even wore purple. That was. I like matched you. My goodness. Before we get out of here, where can all of your fans find you? Oh, I'm on all the sites. Angel Parker on Instagram. There's another girl who's named Angel Parker. She so took it. Mm. she took it. And she's cute. She's actually cute. <laughs> and she lives in New York. And she's a black girl and so it's funny because people still tag her um, and I even followed her but I'm Angel Parker LA so but everywhere else on Twitter I'm Angel Parker AngelParker.com all that you know you can find me you just throw a stick at Angel and I'll probably pop up (laughs) so um, but yeah much props to Angel Parker on Instagram and follow me at Angel Parker LA
Thank you so Thank much. You. Where can we find you next? You can find me at James Ward the Third. That's at James Ward III across all platforms. And you can find me, Megan Thomas, at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Periscope. And make sure you use the hashtag BHL next because we love to see all of your comments and your thoughts. Until next week, you guys. Bye. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.